Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. It's April Fool's Day. It is, and we're talking about why community, and one of the reasons is why community is so you can play better April Fool's jokes than you could in public gatherings. I have to admit, I have a trickster (laughs) spirit about me, and I've played several pranks, some that I'm very proud of, some that I'm not as proud of. Um, Trying to think, uh, my most proud prank. Do you have one? I do. So uh, actually, we're it's sh- it, in small groups. We share our most intimate secrets mm. together. Well, uh, you know, the family group is a as a small group by DNA, right? Mm-hmm. What we're encouraging is Christian in within your church small groups too. But mm-hmm. this was in our family. You got to get pretty close to pull this kind of joke off. <laughs> I mean, in other words, you're you're less like you take your small group. Mm-hmm. They they got to get to a certain level of trust and closeness before you pull your April Fools on them. That's true. Otherwise, don't do it. It's a disaster. <laughs> but in our family, you know, so my wife and I decided to pull an April Fools joke on our kids, and and we had two little dogs, and and uh, you know the kids were always raised with dogs, and they become precious to us and whatnot. So one day at the dinner table, uh, I just had a, got a very solemn tone. And I said, kids, I want to talk to you all about something. Mom and I have decided that uh, our that Grandma needs our dogs, so we're going to give them away to her. <laughs> so we wanted to tell you on this occasion to that that, that we're going to give our dogs away. I mean, there was an e- there was an eruption of emotion go off. <laughs> it was it was no, you can't. Dad, you can and and to my wife's credit, she held a straight face over there for a, an extended period of time, you know, <laughs> and then and they they just kept going off. He got the emotions in the room went higher and higher and higher, and finally my wife cracked. And she said, "She said, you guys, are you kidding me? Do you believe we would actually do that?" <laughs> Mine's a little more immature. Oh, <laughs> so some of you may have heard this, but uh, I worked for the Missouri Baptist Convention for a summer uh, on doing a bunch of different camps. So I got to play this particular prank several times. And so what you do is it usually has to be a kids' camp, and you take a pair of a kid's tidy whities Oh my gosh! And you microwave a Babe Ruth inside the tidy whities, oh and then you go and you set it on the doorstep of a girl's dorm. It's a great prank. Okay. Works several times. Everybody screams, freaks out. It's wonderful. Except one time we set it on the doorstep and knocked and ran away like you're supposed to. And the person opened the door and stepped down without looking. Oh, no. And they about lost it. Luckily, we told them it was a candy bar pretty quick. (laughs) But that's probably my proudest prank moment. I think I'd let that go for a while. And see what they did. <laughs> it wouldn't have gone well. I think I made the right decision. I called it early. Made the right decision. So if you want one way you can evaluate whether you're really tight enough in community is can you play a really good April Fool's joke and be and everybody will be okay with it. Mm-hmm. And if still you can't, be, still be friends. After. You got to get tighter. I mean, it's, you know, that means you're still in, you're not you're not really in, in close enough relationship. Or and, it's just part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> or part of the process. Okay. 
So, yeah, so um, one of the reasons that we want to get into small group community is we share secrets better, and mm-hmm. we do need to share our secrets. Mm-hmm. Do you need to share your secrets with people? Oh, yeah. I believe Absolutely. we all do. We need to share our secrets with one another. Um, one of the things that um, 2020 taught us is that isolation will kill you as fast as COVID will. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons that isolation will kill you as fast as COVID will is that you just lose the ability to have these close relationships where you're sharing your most intimate struggles and secrets with each other, right? That's true. So <clears throat> we're, if we're pulling in this case from John 13, 21 through 30, I don't want to read the whole passage, but what it is, Jesus is troubled. Matter of fact, it says Jesus was troubled in his spirit. Mm-hmm. When you're troubled in your spirit, you need to talk to someone, mm-hmm. and that's what your small group is for. Mm-hmm. It's it's you're close enough now, you can talk about what troubles you in your spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, in his case, it was a really big deal because he said, "What troubles me is one of you is going to betray me." <laughs> <laughs> and this is no April Fool's joke. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> so one of you is going to be. So he's troubled in his spirit. But he had a small group of people he could say, one of you is going to betray me. And that starts this whole business up. Each one of those disciples in that small group of 12 going around the table saying, is it I? Mm-hmm. Is it I? And then, um, you know, then what we know is that Jesus told, um, well, it's, it's, it's the one who dipped the bread in the same wine mm-hmm. and we ate together. Mm-hmm. Well... You know, it's all pointing to Judas, right? So he, sh- but he was close enough with them that he was able to share from his troubled spirit mm. with them. Yeah, and that's my encouragement: is we all need to share. You know what I found in small groups? I found that when uh, people first come together, everybody's got their guard on, as is normal humanity. Yeah. Then the second time you meet. The guard's down just a hair, mm-hmm. but still very guarded. Then if somebody misses, you've made no progress. Matter of fact, you've, you've, you've gone the other way a little bit mm-hmm. because trust is, you know what I'm saying? And, but, but then if, if you can consistently meet together, the guard slowly starts coming down because trust is slowly being built and you eventually get to the place where you can share what is troubling you, yeah. what is deeply troubling to you. Mm-hmm. And man, when you're there, it's good. That's when it gets, that's when community can happen yeah. is that you're able to share your the deepest secrets and, and struggles of your heart and your life. And there is a spiritual health that comes from that. Now, Psychologically, there's a massive health that comes mm-hmm. from that, right? Yeah, absolutely. There, there's an intimacy of sharing your intimate struggles that, that comes. Spirit, what do you think the spiritual benefits are? I mean, psychologically, yeah. I could go into the emotional and the mental uh, benefits of this, but there's spiritual benefits of sharing your deepest, this struggle. This It says he was troubled in his spirit. Yeah. Well, I mean, just to be really basic, it's... A lot of the times our breakthrough is on the other side of obedience. Mm. And, you know, Scripture does tell us, confess your sins one to another. Mm. I mean, it's a basic, mm. it's not a popular command. Right, yeah. It's right. a basic command. Okay. Of 
confess your sins one to another. And it's not, you know, I've, I've been a part of groups where it turns into a, my sins are worse than your sins party. Yeah, that's no fun. And those are no fun because everybody's just trying to one up each Mm -hmm. other. That's not, that's not what I'm advocating for. Right. But what am I am what I am advocating for is you know I, I had somebody do this with me this past week they just got really blunt about a very serious struggle that they were having right and it was it's almost it's not it almost it is preventative right because when you can get to the point where you are sharing those secrets and you're and you're opening up to each other it will prevent you from following through on that thought process yes almost every time mm-hmm. right um, if not, it's a that's a breakdown of community if it mm-hmm. doesn't if right. it doesn't do it. So in my mind, it's it's a basic command of scripture, and the fruit is obvious. The fruit is obvious. One mm-hmm. pastor, of actually, this is the pastor of the largest church in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. He says that the, the that God is given Jesus is given to forgive our sins, but people are given to. Uh, to break us free from those habits. Mm-hmm. So good. he doesn't believe healing can happen apart from a small group. Now, this is the largest group in America, our largest church in America, wow. saying, I don't think you can get healed apart from a small group. Wow. I need to say that again. <laughs> this is the largest church in America. The pastor of the largest church in America mm. has written in his book, mm. I don't, you can get your sins forgiven through Jesus, but I don't think you can get healed of your soul issues mm. apart from a small group. Absolutely. I just, that's, that's, yeah. that's Absolutely. astounding. Yeah. So if you're human, you've got something that's troubling you in your spirit. My encouragement to you is if you'll get, if you'll commit to community, you'll gain the opportunity to share what's troubling in your spirit and watch the healing come. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. in person or on YouTube with our live stream community.